Hey everyone, welcome. You want to say good evening? Good evening. <laughs> or hi. I don't know. You want to say I something? always say good evening. I need, Do you want to I need say to look something? Some, need to look up a, good syn- evening a synonym and... for even evening. Good. Buenos noches. Buenos noches. Um, it is May 20th. Can you believe it? We're at the end of May. Almost. 1992. <clears throat> 1992, my goodness. I bet you there's a lot of people listening who weren't even born in 1992. I bet there's more that... that who, uh, no, no, no. I bet there's more who were born. <laughs> we're tired. We're getting ready to go to sleep. Um, but anyways, the title of this devotion, it's going to be a good one, is called The Hindrance of Unworthiness. And the scripture is Psalm 139, verse 10. And it says, your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. And the devotion says, do you ever find yourself thinking, why would the Lord ever speak to me? I'm not someone who merits his direction. Why should I think God's going to say anything to me? Understand that your feelings of inferiority can hinder you from hearing the Lord. You may not think this has anything to do with God's will, but it does. If you have a poor self-image and don't understand your identity in Jesus, you can block yourself from receiving what he has for you. This may seem unfair and you may think, I can't help how I feel about myself. However, this is really about how you see Jesus and why it's so important that you accept who you are in him. The reason Christ gives you his spirit to indwell you is for you to have an active, vibrant relationship with God. He makes you worthy of his love and concern. Certainly, he has a great deal to say to you about every detail of your life. So stop doubting. Accept the one who died for you. Accept that the one who died for you wants to communicate with you. He loves you and has a great deal to say about all he's created you to be. And the prayer at the bottom says, Jesus, thank you for making me worthy and speaking to me. I will listen to you. Amen. Amen. Sorry, like sometimes I just stumble over my words, but I think I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm like, great. blah, and I run out of breath. This was good. I feel like this kind of talk is basically kind of what I was saying last night about worthiness and how me not seeing myself the way God sees me and me not seeing myself fully in Christ was is actually walking in disobedience because he has called me to... Well, he's given me every good and perfect gift, right? And I just have to accept the gifts that he's given me. And I'm like, well, I'm not worthy because of X, Y, or Z. And I'm actually rejecting what he's done. What I'm saying is I'm slapping Jesus in the face and I'm like, the cross wasn't enough. And when I have that kind of image in my head, I'm like, oh my, of course it was enough. But it's just funny how the enemy can pervert things and make you see things through such a skewed weird lens you know yeah i mean it kind of happened last night a little bit right like you and i were talking and i wanted to give you a back massage to help your back and you're like no 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 like i I started crying you do you do so much and you know i feel like i'm not doing enough and i'm like no trust me trust me i'm telling you look me in the eyes i'm telling you you deserve it it's my honor it's my pleasure um but it is, it is interesting. Like, have you been in, and I know probably in your earlier years, especially dating when you just didn't feel, like, have you have you struggled with unworthiness? Or Yeah, yeah. And I've shared it a lot, yeah. definitely. Well, and I think the thing did you too, do that? You did that with people, though, too, not just with God, right? You're walking with God. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but with did it ever happen with family or mainly or friends or employers or was just the person you were dating really or guys i think it kind of went across the board like unworthiness kind of bleeds into every aspect like it you i i don't know that i know anyone and i have an experience where in one aspect of my life i was like i am completely like i have no self-worth But in this one, I really do. I have a ton of self-worth. I think that I found, which I shared in another podcast about perfectionism, I think, where it was Mm -hmm. like I found a lot of my self-worth in being my version of, quote, perfect. So being really good in things, I was like, oh, now I'm worthy. And it was like that perverted worthiness is not something you don't you don't earn worthiness. And I think that that definitely I was like, oh, I'm going to earn my value in someone else's life. Well, and that's also actually when we huh. met. Yeah. When we, because that's why I like dating, friendships. And I'm also a little bit more of an introvert. But when I was in a job, in a relationship, in a friendship, it was like, I was really afraid to, let's just say, say no. Um, like, hey, do you want to go do something? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I have to. And I would be miserable. You don't want to let anyone down? Well, my whole thing is it was about letting people down. But also, if I'm not present all the time to reinforce that I have that I am adding value to your life, you are going to then realize you don't need me. Where and did that where did that pop? Like when was the first time? I don't that know. That it's always in? it just always has been there. I don't remember because my parents are so not that way. They're like Did they're, someone tell you that or did someone at church or I think a friend maybe like, or a neighbor? I think or, maybe like well, I was bullied a lot on the street I grew up on, but they were older kids. And looking back, it was like, oh, they were just being punks. And by older kids, it was like I was six and they were 10. You know what I mean? They weren't even, yeah. they weren't old at all. But I think, I don't I don't know where that first came in. It's just all I could remember. I think that from, I don't know, just childhood, there are certain things. Well, and I think... Going back to the devotion, it says, well, I can't help how I feel about myself. We can. The thing is, (laughs) how we feel about ourselves is generally programmed through something. Through life experience, our parents, whatever. We have to reprogram. If you can be programmed from birth, you can reprogram. It just, the hard part is now you're an adult and you have to take responsibility. And not everyone is blessed to have amazing parents who, quote, programmed. And I know that sounds so like a robot. And hopefully you have programs, programs, hopefully you have parents <laughs> who didn't try to program you any which way, but they, and they didn't, you know, there weren't cycles of generational crap that they were like, oh, my mom told me I'm fat. And instead of me dealing uh, with it, I'm yeah. going to pass that to my daughter and be like, you're fat. You know, like yeah. hopefully you had parents that were really whole and healed, but a lot of us, I mean, there's no perfect parent and there's no perfectly healed parent. So I think that there are things that just get passed down okay. and then we have to identify them in our own lives and say, well, that stopped. The buck stops here. We're not going to yeah. give it to Ashton. And then yeah. Ashton's going to grow up and be like, dang, my parents did this. Well, hopefully she'll say the buck stops with me. I'm yeah. not going to, you know, and hopefully the, our bloodline gets more and more healed instead of passing down, <clears throat> you know, yeah. generational trauma. But yeah, it really is. The hard thing is when you become an adult, you have to do the work. And if you want to sit around, you can sit around all day and say, well, this isn't fair. My parents shouldn't have given me blah. That's true, but that's life. Yeah. And so you have to decide, do I want to live forever like this or do I want to do the hard work and enjoy my life? But yeah, I definitely felt 
yeah, that, that unworthiness thing across the board. Well, does that, and, and I always love like, the longer we've been on this earth, the longer we've been programmed. And when that light switch turns on and you get clarity and you get really introspected and you want to change, like you see. Like when you really ask, God will reveal the things yeah, that yeah. you can and should change. And sometimes like it, it takes time. Yeah. Like when you're programmed yeah. and and it's just like layers of layers of programming. Yeah. That you just, you know, it was your default. Mm -hmm. It takes some time. Like, give yourself grace when you're trying to reprogram yourself or, like, get back on the right path. Or, yeah. And I know that know. sounds so funny. I feel like reprogram, but you don't understand well, what it's like I'm if saying, your parents were right? alcoholics and then you just tend to be alcoholic because, you well, know, the Bible it's, says, like, train up a child, right? So, yeah. from, from birth, like, what we're trying to do with Ashton is, like, you know, train her in good ways that will i love the saying that's like my goal is not to raise good, yeah. great kids it's to raise great adults yeah and so yeah, it really is too. and i mean honestly parenting is the hardest thing ever it's just like constant surrender to the holy spirit and like what do i do about this what do i do about that because every human being on the planet is different and unique so you can't parent the same with no. every child or and they have free will as well and they have free will so yeah, it really is <clears throat> not so much about like programming, but you you do your brain. And this is not even like spiritual, just neurologically. Dr. Caroline Leaf talks a lot about, you know, I mean, she's just, she's yeah. brilliant. But how you can, you can retrain yeah. your brain. Yeah. You can. I was actually, I really like him. If you guys don't know who Jim Quick is, I believe his last name is spelled Q-W-I-K. But Jim Quick, he's literally like a brain specialist. Are you going to look it up? Yeah. He's amazing. And he's like, he, and this is going to sound ridiculous because it's not exactly right. But take the premise of like, oh, you're only using 10% of your brain. You can use 50%. It's kind of like that. His whole thing is your memory is a muscle. And it's like someone who doesn't work out, your muscles aren't going to be strong, but you can train your brain. And I think he had a traumatic brain injury when he was little. He had... um uh different like mm -hmm. yep that's him so k w -I -K. okay w i k excuse me jim quick but he has a lot of videos on youtube a lot of podcasts and he's fascinating and he really really i mean he's great he's great i would listen to him but what i'm trying to the point with that is that a lot of this goes beyond <clears throat> just someone talking about like oh spirituality or i need to it's actual neurologic like science backed we have to be the ones to reprogram the signals in our brain you know our triggers if we know that we have a trigger with something it's not other people the people who love us should should like if i <coughs> excuse me if i have a trigger of some sort where then i'm realizing like oh shoot this triggers this response in my body yeah. well as my husband who loves me hopefully you will be mindful of that and not do it to provoke me because there are people that will be like perfect i know your trigger i'm going to do that not a good person <laughs> but my <laughs> job because i love you yeah. is to try to heal that whether it's with your help with professional help just getting alone with god because we can't be it's not fair to have landmines all around us and triggers and make everyone else watch their step too yeah that that no one that's not fair so 
I think that that, again, is where it's like, oh, because of this trauma and like going through our loss, there have been many things where I'm like, okay, because of this, then I'm feeling this, but I can't get mad at you. I have to just go to you and be like, hey, I realize this and I want you to know that I'm working on this. Yeah. And then, you know, sometimes it's a process, but the beautiful thing is when you start to kind of like reset, I guess, and get rid of some of your defaults, you get really excited because you're so much more free. Yeah. It's almost like you're taking cutting bricks, off, sh- bricks off. Yeah, these are taking bricks out of your backpack, backpack and you're yeah. like, oh, this. I know sometimes it can get a little discouraging because you're like, I got free. And then God will bring another thing up and yeah. you're like, what? We just finished this one. Can't I have a victory lap? But it's so worth it to just tackle as they come up, I think. So, yeah. Unworthiness was a big brick in my backpack. It took years and I still work on it because like you said, last night I had a meltdown and I was like, no, babe, like I don't deserve a back massage. The house is a mess. And you're not, you're not projecting any of this. This is me saying, oh, in order to deserve X, I need to do, or in order to deserve Y, I need to do X. Yeah. And I think, I think it's always really good, especially in, you know, if you're in relationships to connect, I mean, at least in a way where you're like, hey, how are you? Yeah. Where are you at? Like, like, really? like, how are you feeling? And like, trust the person when they say, no, I'm, yeah. I'm doing really good. So I'm good. where they are. Like, you can't, we can't walk around with that doubt or that unworthiness if our partner, A, isn't saying anything to make you feel that way or showing it and like everything looks great. Um, and then if they're telling you, hey, I'm good. Like, let's, let's take this off your plate. Um, but I did want to ask you, and everyone, right? If you're dealing with unworthiness, where's the root of that? Like, what is? Because usually, if it's in relationships, right? If and I've been there where I just felt uh, I don't know if it's unworthy, but but like in a dating scenario that kind of steamrolled into how I felt about myself personally and physically. Yeah. Um, and then I'd take it out on my family as well. And mm-hmm. so it's really, if you're feeling that way, you got to go to the root and, and see, see, see what, what relationship is causing that mainly. Because yeah. it can flow into other relationships. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think the hard part about that too is that you're, if you're already struggling with that, and I can say this from experience, because yeah. we even struggled with it in the beginning of our relationship where you teach people how to treat you. Yeah. And because... <clears throat> yeah, that's good. When we met, you saw me as, you know, as perfect as I could be because it's the beginning, right? You're like, so perfect. So, I still but, see you But way. the same, right? Like, And I see yeah, you because, yeah, like, yeah. you don't know everyone's flaws yet. Like, And now, we haven't made mistakes. And, yeah, and like, in the beginning, you don't exactly. have your barometers, like, one million percent totally it's it's you're it's the it's new like if you if you yeah. meet someone and by the second date they've already pointed out four of your flaws and they're even if they're like oh that's so cute you blah 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 and it feels like a dig run away because that's not like that's that's not love you know? well, or if they've lied and were late and like didn't pick up you know if they oh, also for sure. had if they're showing you their character yeah, on the believe, second date they're putting it. their yeah But it's interesting because you didn't, you saw me as more than worthy, right? Like that was, we met and you were like, this is amazing. I didn't see myself fully because that was my my brain wiring, right? And so as much as I was like, oh, this is awesome. I didn't sabotage it or anything, but I feel like the deeper we got into our relationship, the more 
my unworthiness crept like seeped out and instead of like you said which was so key when someone tells you something trust them whether it's good or bad oh shoot who says that one quote where it's like when someone shows you who they are the first time, believe them or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, just basically. But it is it is true though. like, I wanted to, obviously we were like, we're getting married. So I'm like, this is my husband. I should have been practicing believing you. So when you've spoken to my worth and you've spoken to my value, instead of rejecting it, like, oh, you don't know me that well. All of a sudden it was like, you're my husband. Well, you don't know me that well yet. You'll figure it out. But I think that hmm. I was started to teach you, oh, I'm not worthy of X or Y. And it created a strain in our relationship because mm. you were like, I'm so confused. Like, yeah. I think it, it, can, it just it bred it confusion yeah. for both of yeah. us. And that wasn't good. And so I saw you up here and then you I were was living me, down here yeah. and you were like, I don't understand. I, yeah, I don't, yeah. It created like discord, frustration. Yeah. But honestly, it wasn't until I... And maybe this is where this is why I'm saying all this and like externally processing is no one's external words can make you feel any different about yourself if that's what's at the root. Yeah. If you sincerely believe that, it's honestly between you you and God and like the devotion yeah. says, you don't know your identity yeah. in Christ. Yep. Until you claim your identity in Christ, you can have the best man ever yeah. tell you how pretty you are, yeah. how yeah. amazing you look, how talented, how special, how he would give you the world. And it does, I mean, I hate to say it, it does not matter. Yeah. You'll feel great for a minute, but it's not, it's putting a Band-Aid on like a gaping wound. It yeah. doesn't heal anything. And eventually what you're probably going to do is you're going to drive that person away because you're going to reject the love they're trying to give you yeah. because you don't actually believe yeah. it. Ooh, that's so that's cool. like definitely, I think the biggest takeaway if you deal with unworthiness <clears throat> is, and especially if you're single and wanting a, a partner, that partner is not going to make you feel worthy. Maybe for a minute. It's kind of like sin. It feels great for a second. But afterwards, there are all the consequences of that. So, And like you were saying, if you're not ready, God's not going to bring you that person. So it's not to say that there isn't a person out there for you. But if you're still waiting or if you're with a great human being that you can't fully receive their love, be careful because you might lose it. Because eventually... Like mm-hmm. someone can only hang around for so long when they're giving their sincerest self and it's landing, you know what I mean, on the ground and it's yeah. not being received. You, and also, I will say this, you really, someone really can only love you to the measure in which you love yourself and vice versa. Yep. So as much as I tried to love you, and I think that's, again, another source of strain where it's like I, try, I was trying so hard to quote, love you, but because I didn't actually really love myself, it wasn't translating because it wasn't from that deep, sincere place of love. Like God is love. I think it was like from a place of trying to show, prove my value in your, in your world, Mm, you know, like look how valuable I am looking and that's not love. No. So anyways, yeah. You are worthy. You are loved. You are treasured. doesn't matter what you've done or what's been done to you. Those things are in your past. They don't define you. Christ defines you, but you have to claim it. Yeah. And once you do, guys, man, it's such a great, such a great life. So. Well, we love you guys. The prayer, Jesus, thank you for making me worthy and speaking to me. I will listen to you. Amen. Good night. Amen. Good night, guys.